This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Miss Jessica! What's up, Elsie? Oh my god, I'm so excited! How are you? Nice to see you. Well, nice hear to, you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, nice to hear me. Yes, <laughs> yes. I have some news for you, though. What? We're not millionaires. Oh, that's not news to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. Thank Thanks you, Elsie. The, I know, I just wanted to put that out there, because that's kind of like our theme for the show today, just a little bit, because we've been talking about some money. We'll be talking about yes. some money and some podcasting stuff. Yes. But um, yeah, 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 yeah. So ladies, we're going to be um, going to NMX very soon too. So if any of you guys are going over to New Media Expo, go ahead and email us at feedback at shepodcast.com. There's going to be a meetup at least at some point. Yes, there. I'm working on it with the... Uh with Liz. Yeah. So Liz from the Satellite Sisters is going to be getting a little bit of a meetup together. So do stay tuned. Uh, I think possibly maybe our next episode, we might have some more information about that to see where everybody can meet and stuff. But Mm -hmm. um, just as an FYI, do let us know. Yeah. But um, yeah. And I want to give a little shout out to... Give a little bit. Give a little bit of a shout out to... Uh, entertainment drive through which we're going to, she gave us permission to use her post. She posted a very big post in um, She Podcasts about uh, her thoughts about a one-year anniversary. Uh, one, did I say that right? One-year university, is that what I said? One-year university. Yeah, one-year university. that be the dream? Oh, my God. That would be so nice, but but we would still be in debt, so it doesn't really so matter. So true. So, yes, one-year anniversary of her podcast, Entertainment drive through Mm-hmm. Um, so she got Melissa Joan Hart from, you know, Melissa and Joey, Sabrina. From the Teenage uh, Witch. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah, all of those ladies. She got Marissa. So she got her on the show. You know, that must have been really hard. I'm sure she's in super high demand. Oh, yeah. But then she also said, did you, did you read joking. on the thing? No, no, no. <laughs> Shut up. That it was like a 10 minute, it's a 10, it was a 10 minute interview. Like that's all that she could get because that's usually what happens. It's like very, it's not like us that we're like, oh, let's book 30 minutes and then we're talking for 90. Some is better than none. Well, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's just that, yeah, but she talks about it in there. So we kind of wanted to go and kind of break down her post bit by bit and sort of kind of dive deep into it and give our thoughts about it because I found it to be super just, it's great because there's a lot of people who don't really talk about this stuff and especially for new podcasters, not to dissuade you because we do have this, the podcasting school for women here coming up very, very soon, which, so we're obvious proponents of getting to podcasting. Yes. But we just want to warn you. And this yeah. is what she begins with. She says, warning, brutal honesty. Um, so this is where it got. we got it from. <laughs> Number one, first of all, as much as we wanted, we are not millionaires. No. <laughs> we spent a lot of money last year and managed to get two different advertisements. 
Uh, most startups have similar problems, getting traction and money. I recommend a business person on your team. We have a team. We're two. Followed all the steps, daily episodes from six months, and it was so overwhelming. I was burned out by the end. My husband is amazing and does all the editing. I handle the administrative and social media alongside being hosts. Okay, wait. Pause. What? Okay, pause. Elsie. Yes. Since I was gone. Yes. And we implemented more team help. Yes. On a scale of one to 10, how awesome is it having a team? It's really great having a team. I mean, how, on important, a, on a, how it? important? It's very important. It's, um, yeah. it's very important. I think. Um, we were killing ourselves before. Yeah, it was. It's, yeah, I'm still like. You're still killing yourself. I'm still kind of killing myself, but it is my prerogative. And, and, the, and I think that. I like to do it. I think, that, yeah, I love that I can just send the stuff out. I love, yeah. I love that I don't have to be conscious Scheduling. of it. Like once it's, yeah. yeah. So I yeah. do understand. And so what we get help with just to kind of come back is, is we, we get our show notes posted. We get the newsletter, um, scheduled. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we that get kind the of stuff. Tweets put we up. get the tweets put up. That's it. That's it. The tweets put up. And so the challenge from and from my end is that I still manually do it all, but because I listen to the show and I want to get like show notes that are pretty in depth and I don't know, how do you think we could outsource that? I don't know if we can though. Cause you have to get someone who's really into good. Like show. you can't get a Filipino. I mean, I guess you could, some of you guys I know have like, um, Chris Ducker's Filipino, um, VA system thing going on. But I, I think you need someone to listen to the show and, and make, and create the show notes for you. So you don't have to do it. They write down every link, you know, they look it up, they do the, they just create it for you and then they send it to the teammate. Yeah. I think that you don't really have to do that, but I mean, it seems like you want to. <laughs> right. No, but, <laughs> but the thing is it like, it's cause when I listen, but it's also, you know, our show notes are in our voice. So it's not like, it's not a third person thing. It's and, and well, it is third person because sometimes I say <laughs> things like Jessica realizes something, <laughs> you know, like yeah. something like that. That's kind of silly and cute, but it li- it lines with what we're doing. I think the, one of the hardest things for me. That's why you need to find somebody really good who who like either is similar to you or right. you know or has like a similar personality, or yeah. you can explain like I want it to have personality. Yeah, but I still think you need to have someone who's like English speaking, someone that you know well, right? Who's bubbly. You know what I mean? Totally. And and well, yeah. But anyway, and then yeah, the anyway. links are yeah. the hardest part. I think gathering the links um, for me, and and you know I have to get it done with enough time before this stuff goes live, which is also a challenge for me. Although I have found a little bit of a workflow because this is, mm-hmm. you want me to tell you what it is? It's really fun. I do. I get, cause on Thursday, so we generally record on Wednesday. So I generally do the editing of the show while I'm driving, not, well, not, I'm not driving. I'm in the passenger seat <laughs> while we go into town to mm-hmm. do gymnastics on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And so I just listen because there's really, it's like a 45 minute drive into town. So yeah. 45 one way, 45 the other way. I'm basically done with editing and show notes by the time we get back. Cool. So I'm just sitting there. That's not, not bad. doing anything. So th- as long as I just like open the thing and start going, um, I'm good. But that's usually how I do. I listen to you and I while we're in the car. Wow. <laughs> well, just in my ears. Don't, I don't you make- ever get sick of us? No, no, I know. No, I don't. I don't. But anyway, so yeah, a team is super, super helpful for, uh, it is, it's incredibly helpful, um, to have that support, to be able to just do, to do that work. I wanted to reiterate that because I didn't think you would ever 
admit that we needed a team. No, and you know, there was I was one point where you were just like, I'm doing it all. Well, I, I know. Like, um, and I'm just, I don't think I can do it all. You're right. You're yeah. totally right. It's so much easier because so it kind of takes it out of my hands and, and it yeah. is a lot of work. And even with the lips and stuff, it's still a lot of work. Even There's, with the team, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Even with the team, it's a lot of work. You're so right. So much work. There's a lot more uh, that I want to do for yeah. us that I haven't done. There's a lot of stuff that I wish I could do for us that like I have Like what we were done. just saying in the last episode, like we could have somebody totally export the audio and put a logo and do YouTube or, yeah. or create awesome Pinterest you know, or maybe we could delegate more so that we could do that. I mean, there's so much more we could do yeah. if we outsourced more. Yep. It's right. just hard. It is hard. And it's, it's not, we don't have a limited fund. Yeah. And that's and the, exactly the yeah. conversation we're having. We're not millionaires. We're gonna, yeah. We're getting into that next. So, okay. <laughs> so, so now like, so, so the, the conversation that they were ha- that she was having here too, is that the fact that she was doing now we're, they're doing eight episodes a month, eight episodes a month. That's two each Sunday. Mm, very interesting. Yeah. That that's kind of, that's an interesting thought. That's like kind of cool. Yeah, um, yeah. So then she says, numbers matter, but they're not everything. Don't obsess over them or they will drive you crazy. Um, duh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but it's true. And, and I think we say this all the time and it's really interesting when I start to see people, oh my God, I'm getting so many downloads a day, blah, blah, blah. Oh my God. I'm a new and noteworthy, blah, 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 blah. But I have to tell you that the time that you spend doing that kind of stuff, uh, you know, checking your stats, it's like, it defeats the per. It it just defeats so much, and and I don't think that you can really your ego, your self esteem, yeah, totally. But you really like, in all honesty, Jess, I don't think that there's any advice that we can give a newbie to not check their stats because they're just gonna have to understand it themselves. Like yeah. it's one of those like you know things that you tell your teenage child, and they're still gonna make that mistake, and then they go, oh, that's why my mom was telling me not to do this. <laughs> You know, on the same note, if you're one of those people that subscribes to like 800 emails that are telling you how to run your business or run your podcast, that's a huge waste of time to like stop reading advice and start like implementing some stuff. Some people just hide under the guise of constant education. And if you're doing that with this show, that's okay. But, (laughs) But like, no, but I mean like, you know, but if you listen to every podcast show about podcasting, but you haven't put an episode out, that's for donk. Yeah. Put yeah. your own stuff out too. Don't just learn and learn and learn and learn and don't do anything. Right. And the other thing too is that, um, yeah, it's like you have to understand how, what things work for you. And, and again, in the last show, we talked about, um, what you hear podcasters say is truth and whatever. Really, the only truth is your experience in, in all honesty, because yep. it, for every single podcast that's out there that tried a specific model, it's going to work for some and it's not going to work for others. Others are going to work in a completely different way. Like, you know, I, uh, Rob's my, my co-host for the feed, Rob's uh, Today in iOS podcast, he gets like hours upon hours of, of voice feedback from people. His community is so engaged. It's insane. And it works because he, you know, his podcast is about iOS. It's about the iPhone. They already know how to use it. (laughs) They know how to send audio feedback. They, they love his podcast app that he has. He, 
he's got an incredibly engaged audience. They want to participate. They're constantly sending in questions and other people are answering the questions. And just like, you know, how Dr. Uh, Ginger answered in the last episode, that question, he's got mm-hmm. that over and over again. So imagine if we would have gotten an hour worth of advice from other podcasters yeah, <laughs> or Lisa, and, you know, it's like that kind of stuff. He gets that and he has to curate through it. But anyway, that works for him. Perhaps for us, we're still kind of working on, on giving you your voices. So yeah. Um, yeah. Don't check your numbers that much, especially at the beginning, because it's really nice to see you grow, but it's really not the be all and end all. And it's heartbreaking when you're not, meaning you only get a little bit of a spike, nothing that's huge. It is heartbreaking. And the only way to get through that is to just keep going. When she continues, she says it's a lot. And especially she, her name is Anna Zarin. And her podcast is Interview Drive Through. So I didn't mention her name, so I just thought of like she says it's a lot of work, and not all people make billions, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, in fact, I think no one makes billions. Uh, no million. Right, I said no one makes. I don't think anyone makes millions podcasting either. Well, not podcasting. You're right, but as a business, but that's okay. Think about yeah. what you're doing it for: for the money, yeah. for education, for fun. Yeah. When we get uh, blue, we look at our good stats: the fact that we're in over 185 countries, in six continents, and in all 50 states. Over 100K visits on our website each month. Pretty impressive. So yeah, all of that stuff is really good. You just have to start to see it. Well, you measure it. You have to have your own measurements, and you have to understand what that is. And you cannot you cannot start to compare yourself with other people that, that for other things that are working than, than yours, you know? Yeah. So, Anyway, so that was number one. Number two, listenership. It's a tricky one. We got into new and noteworthy and what's hot sections. We've gotten great reviews. People are blown away by our quality. My husband is Yay! But still have trouble with constant listen, listen turns, listenership. People, how do they know? Because people just know? listen to who they recognize to get the ads you need listenership. So it's important. So I think what she means, and I did not look at her stats, um, I think what she means is that there are certain podcasts that get a lot more downloads than others. So you can't really, she can't really make a, an edu, well, she could make a guesstimate of what her listener base is uh, based upon an average of all of her shows, but she doesn't really know how many podcasts, uh, how many, how many people are actually subscribed or listening to a specific show. Does that make so sense? What? Yeah. Because that those are the stats that really matter. Like if you are uh, figuring out your listenership, what you need to do is like you set a date. Let's say this one, uh, this podcast is going live April 6th. So if we wanted to see if our listenership is growing, we would now look at April 6th. And then when it's um, May 6th, we would look at how many downloads we got for this episode. Only this episode, not the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And then we would look at, let's say, next week's episode, episode 45, and then see how many downloads we got for that month, for that mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. And that's what's going to, you're going to start to see an average of the growth there. And that's how you find out. So we, you and I in this podcast, we have been growing. We're getting to a point where uh, we're getting to a really nice size for us, for our niche podcast. It's nothing yeah. huge and it's no- nothing gigantic by any by any means. But we are getting to a place where I can see that our listenership is picking up and we are maintaining that. So it's not like we're losing people and people are not just listening to one episode. People are listening to and continue to listen to us. Yeah. That's what she does not have. 
That's what she says. That people like look at her at her entertainment drive through and they go, oh, this person would be a really great person for me. Like the Melissa Joan Hart episode. I'm sure it's going to get a lot of hits. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean those people are subscribed or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And that's a challenge. That is a challenge. Um, to maybe see it's as- a matter. Maybe it's a formatting issue. Like she doesn't have consistent, interesting weekly that it, it's just get, I don't know. Cause I'm not that familiar with the show. So we'll see I'm just here. Wondering. Here's what I would say though. This is what I would say because part of it is that you can sell and I would position this in this way. It wouldn't be like a show sell. Like it wouldn't be an, uh, uh, I would, I would start to sell advertising based upon the, based upon the host or the, the focus of that, of that specific mm-hmm. podcast. So let's say if I would have had foresight of the Melissa Joan Hart episode, I would have started to think about what kind of perfect partner could I get for that specific episode so that mm-hmm. they would get the type of downloads. And then I could really focus in on delivering for that episode, not for the entirety because you can't sell that. So I would start to really position that kind of a thing based upon uh, upon a focus or maybe mm-hmm. having, you know, if you're having like, uh, let's say, uh, two weeks worth of content that is all on a specific theme about mm-hmm. the entertainment industry, whatever. And you get guests that are based upon that. I would sell that as a clump uh, mm-hmm. instead of the entirety of the episode. So, so yeah, I totally understand. Um, about that. So number yeah. three, so here we go. Social media. I got great tips from some paradisers and she obviously is, is referring to um, podcasting, podcasting paradise. paradise using click to tweet, Twitter feed, uh, got great response using post planner, etc. I found a great tip for uh, putting guest quotes on pictures and tagging them on Facebook and then Facebook changed. Huh. As a business, I'm learning, leaning more towards Instagram and Twitter than Facebook. So what is, is, is this um, post planner, post planner, um, is that post planner like the, the WordPress plugin? Is that no, what that is? No, no. Post planner is, if you go to postplanner.com, basically it's a, it's an app that you use for Facebook that helps you post viral content. Like it pulls from like, let's say you were interested in tech. It'll pull articles from TechCrunch and BuzzFeed tech and something else, and then tell you which things are getting the most attention online. And then you can schedule it in advance. So you can put this out today, this out tomorrow. It also does photos. It's actually super cool. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. It's really oh. cool, though. Yeah. See all those, and then then you start to get into the money too, because these things cost money. So anyway. yeah, it costs money. In fact, I paid for it for a really long time and never got like the like I never prioritized using it. So I just let it go because I never use it, even though I think it's brilliant. I just don't have the time to sit and schedule yeah. my crap. Yeah, no, and that, that's what, and again, we go back to having help. And so, yeah, yeah all of these yes. things really work, but you do need to but have help. I don't help. want someone else to choose what I think is like funny. I right. want to choose what I think is funny and I just don't have time. Right. Totally. totally. And so yeah. click to tweet is, is free. And I like click to tweet. tweet. I we, use all the time. We, yeah. And we use it yeah. for us as well. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is Twitter feed? Twitter is that feed. like, is that like a one, it says it's one word. So I don't know what that is. Hold on. We should have like a typing, like some kind of sound your blog to twitter facebook linkedin and more oh, okay so it's like a just like an auto poster thing yeah yeah all right got it so she says as a business i'm leaning more towards twitter and instagram i have a feeling it's just because facebook makes so many um 
It's because basically you just have to pay. You know, there's a lot of these things in Twitter and Instagram that you can get for free. And Facebook, you can get the eyes on it. You just would have to do boosting posts or, or Facebook ads. And Yeah, well, your personal you know, that profile kind of stuff. is free. Yeah, but I have a feeling that there's been – that's why – that's why she said that putting guest quotes on pictures and tagging them, I think Facebook isn't allowing you to do that anymore. And, and well – and then, then I saw another post in Podcasters Hangout, I believe – from somebody saying that Facebook has really been kind of being poo-pooed about putting any kind of business stuff, any kind of business stuff on your Facebook personal page. Yeah, so they've been closing accounts true, and stuff. But I so. don't know that saying like I have a new episode counts as that. Yeah, I yeah I thought about that too. I just I just promoted you know our our VIP thing, um, our, the Sheepy VIP, mm-hmm. and I just thought like I wonder if that's going to be. <laughs> I wonder if that's bad, but then, you know, the image isn't like necessarily very salesy. So yeah, whatever, but I get no, it. I mean, not. but it's still investment. It's yeah. So, yeah. so social media. Yeah. Social media, you have to promote. Holy cow. Yeah. You do. You totally have to do it. Email. It's the first contact. So read over it. I don't know what that means. Email is the first contact. So read Oh, over it's the it. first contact that you have with people. Okay. If they sign up on your list. Oh, okay. All right. So find out the relevant person. What? Mention a little bit about you, stats, past interviews. Oh, the email. Oh. oh. <laughs> oh I'm, yeah, I'm to- right. I was got totally confused. Okay. No, this is the email for the person that you want them to be a guest on your show. So oh, this is the email. That's what it is. That's okay. where I'm totally confused. Yeah. So email. So So when you email your potential guest... It's the first contact. So make sure you read it over so you don't have any typos, I assume. I added that. Find out the relevant person. Mention a little bit about your stats, past interviewees, how long, uh, how long the interview is and how, and, and how. Is it over Skype, a telephone? Most people don't give more than 30 minutes, some less. Our Melissa Joan Hart interview was 10 minutes. So, yeah, all of those are great tips. Um, and yeah, and I would add to that stuff, obviously that you do do a little bit of research on the person when you reach out to them again, because we've talked about this on the show. It's like, you have to know what they stand for before you say anything to them, mm-hmm. at, le- at least something, <laughs> mm-hmm. at least a little bit. Right. Uh, number five, quality. Most people complain that podcasts have poor quality. So listen to yours and think if you were a listener, would you like it? In summary, just because you're not making millions doesn't mean your podcast isn't good. I sometimes get discouraged looking at, at the success stories, but remember there's more to it. Learn from the best and aim to make your podcast the best it can be. Yeah. Yay. Yay. I agree. Yeah. So now uh-huh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. No, go ahead. Finish. I have a child coming here, so you talk. Oh, well, I was going to say, um, Katie Kremitzos also hit a year recently, and also Natalie Ekdahl, but a- Natalie did not write a um, post about it, so we're going to put the link so you can re- hear her experience with her husband in their first year of podcasting. Uh, Katie did um, write a post, A Day in the Life of a Podcaster, How Do I Monetize? Um, so she kind of goes through like, what she says is every single day of my 13-month podcasting journey thus far can be summed up in one simple phrase, I'm just trying to figure it all out. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. she, then she says, knowing I never will, of course. Knowing that only each day something becomes easier, something else stands in front of me like Mount Everest. 
Um, and she's right, but her, but you know, she is an entrepreneur. So her goal is to monetize. So she does talk about like so far how she's making money with a podcast. And she talks about affiliate income, um, which is minimal sponsorship, which she's gotten, she's done okay for sponsorships. Um, and she does mention me as helping her with the sponsorship package because yeah, following the, um, the, the download model didn't work. So she ended up making a good amount, um, through doing like you know, presenting value instead of downloads. And then, um, she, so she's made $3,000 so far in sponsorship mentoring. She's made a thousand dollars, which is cool and special programs, almost a thousand dollars. And that's not bad. So the first year she's made, um, $11,587, not from podcasting, but from things related to her podcast and sponsorship is not making money. Well, I guess technically it is, but the other stuff isn't like mentoring and and stuff like that. Affiliate stuff. That's stuff that's hustle. That's side hustle. I call it side hustle stuff. So, but, but then when does, uh, I guess my question is this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. this, so Katie's, um, Katie's podcast is like the, it's like her focal point. Am I right about that? It's like her main platform. Um, it's like her... in the podcasting world, yes, but it is not her main business. Okay, all right. Her Just... main her main business is called the um, Tampa Bay Business Owners Association. Ah, all right. She has a networking group that she runs. It's a membership. She and Chris run it together. Her husband. Okay. Um, it has nothing to do with podcasting whatsoever. But Chris, I think, has a podcast as well. But she started the um, Biz Women Rock podcast, I think, just for funsies, I believe. And it's just gotten, um, you know, she's just sort of exploring how to monetize it or do it more often or whatever. Yeah. The reason I asked that, I I guess, okay, so let me clarify my question slash comment. Because, so let's say she made, you know, this amount of money, whatever that was, 11, 13,000, 11,000 this year. Um, from the podcast and not from the podcast, but, but the, but the reason that the money came was because she had her podcast. Am that, I right? T- that $11,000? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. So, th- so here's, here's my comment because a lot of times we say things like, well, this isn't really coming from podcasting, but the thing is people wouldn't really know about the stuff she's selling if she didn't really have her podcast as the focal point because it's like that's how she got her group. You know, her her she has a Facebook group that's very vibrant, uh, and it's full of people that she. There are basically a lot of her listeners and people who have listened to her podcast mm-hmm. that has grown. Um, and she, you know, I'm sure the mentorship has been sold because she, you got to know her on this, you know, on the on the Biz Women Rock podcast. And so, uh, when do we really make that? Uh, that uh, kind of like distinction that the money isn't because of the podcast, because if you remove the podcast, could she still do that? No, not with those, that particular, not with these particular streams of income. She could do it another way, probably. Yeah, I'm sure she could do it another way. And it would be, and it would be like you could do it. Yeah, absolutely. But what I'm saying is, is that you can, it's just a it's just that it's not directly coming from the podcast, which is, so what would that look like, Jess? What would it look like to make the money 
podcasting? Like if you were podcasting for a living, what would that look like? Um, a larger company like NBC paying me a monthly or weekly salary to put out a show. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of how, how, how I see it as well. Or, or how I, I would assume being able to cover like Cliff a, gets donations. Yes. But again, that's not making a living. That's like, I mean, it is if you get a couple grand a month, right? Totally. You which get is 10 what, grand a month. Right. And that's exactly what, um, you know, daily tech news has gotten like a pretty decent chunk of money. This is, that's what, and all he does is he delivers tech news, you know, Tom Merritt delivers tech news a day and that's his, that's his job, mm-hmm. you know, his J O B. <laughs> so he is his own boss. He makes money and it's all based on, on, on donations or patron, the patron model, which to me, I guess if I had the ultimate dream of making money podcasting, that's what I would do. That's like, it's, that would be, that would be it. I would love to get paid somehow to just create this content because then I would, all I would have to do was like work on getting content for the show. How cool would that be, Jess? It would be amazing. It would be so rad to just be able to gather like guests and do the research and put the show together and get like everything that I do anyway. <laughs> yeah. But more, yeah. more, right. at more depth. And- less... Uh, busy work. Yeah, with less busy work. You'd and, have a big company like NBC doing all the other stuff. That would be super rad. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I totally get that. And so, so but I, there isn't anyone knocking on my door to do that, which is why you have to find other ways. Well, so here's the yeah, and we'll continue on the other ways parts. But here's the thing that I'm feeling that there is at this moment, because we've seen all these articles about podcasting, that there are other bigger entities that are in the process of looking for content, looking for shows, looking for possible shows that they can do for their own stuff. You know, like Slate has gotten really big in terms of creating the content. Um, there's so many, like Panafly, I think that we talk, Panafly, I don't even know how you, how you call it. Uh, that's another network that's been created um, uh, that that's coming up a lot. And there's a lot of people like, like we talked about Buzzfeed before, what I'm saying is that the opportunity I feel is a little bit more there and we just have to step out and find that work. I think, mm-hmm. uh, as podcasters to, to, to create that. Like when you were talking about like a bigger company, like NBC to hire you to do this, the only way they're going to know is if you can start to pitch it. Like you just have to work it. You got to work it. Yeah. But it's like, just like anything else, like how, how do you do that when we don't even know if they're thinking about podcasting, if they're getting in, you know what I mean? Like you can't just be like professional podcaster, here's my resume. <laughs> well, you Not might the same be. as a TV producer, you know? Yeah, you might be. Well, I don't know. I think that things that people, well, yeah, right. I think if it's you hard. have the proper, yeah, absolutely. You just have to work it, work it, work it and be able to, to find it. But then there's a yeah. lot of us who really don't want to do that as well. I mean, I do. And I know you do. I do. But um, but there's some people who. So let's get back to what Katie was doing there because she's like mul- had a multi layered approach to to the whole thing. Um, and we were talking before, you know, when we, before we started recording, we were talking about you know the income reports that people put out a lot. You know, like um, Johnny Dumas does one, and Pat Flynn does one as well, where they talk about where their money's coming from. And I think that 
those are also important, but you also start to see how they de- diversify the income that's coming in. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, my question is, and I think this is when it becomes a challenge for me to, to get it is like, okay, so let's say you get something that is making you money. And I guess, well, Pat Flynn is a little bit different because his whole focus is on passive income. So he works his butt off to get the thing off the ground and then it just passively makes the income, which is obviously dreamy. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yep. but a lot of these things like, like the other than affiliate, like the mentorship stuff and so, even the sponsorship stuff requires that you are part of something. It requires, like, if you have a sponsorship advertiser, you have to deliver. You yeah. have to keep on podcasting. You, yeah. <laughs> you have to keep on creating your stuff. And for, uh, what do you call it? For the mentorship uh, stuff or, or even, like, group coaching stuff like we're doing or even, uh, you know, the Podcasting School for Women course, those things also, they're not necessarily passive. Like, we have to be part of that. And that takes up, our time. Yeah. In addition to that, all I'm saying is that when, like, how do you add? Like, I don't understand how do you continue to add? Like, we could do this. We could do that. We could do this. But we, there's only two of us. <laughs> like, right. I mean, even if we add a team, there's only so much that we can do. I mean, that's a problem with everything, though. I mean, right. How do you, always a problem. How do you scale? What I think what you like? do is prioritize based on either a, what will, well, first of all, the way you scale is by figuring out what your goal is. If you're a new show, Pinterest is something that will get you listeners. So you do that instead of create a course for who? Nobody. Cause you have no listeners. <laughs> That's stupid. So you do it in phases. If you really want to grow your show, the first thing you do is social media your face off so that you can grow it, grow it, grow it, grow it, grow it. And then in six months, once you have like a decent, you know, listenership, you can go, okay, well now I really want to have like an an in-person event. Well, let's look at your listenership or how many people are listening a week. Is it a thousand or a hundred? If it's a hundred, we keep growing. If it's a thousand, okay, maybe you can do an, an event or a course or an ebook or something that people, you know, same thing with like Facebook ads. You can, you can do all those things. You can do Facebook ads and Pinterest and YouTube and LinkedIn and, um, and all that stuff in order to make money. And, and, and same thing with an affiliate income is the kind of thing where it's like, yeah, I mean, if you want to sign up to be 800 affiliates and put all these ads on your site and you have no traffic on your website, I mean, that's just dumb. How about you pay an SEO person instead to juice up your site so that you can start getting traffic? That's what you do first. I mean, one thing at a time, only because your goal has to be one thing at a time. Like if you're if you're Pat Flynn, and you're starting a podcast, and you already have a crap load of web traffic. Right. True. Then you can go. Hmm, what can I sell all these people now that I have a podcast? Or how am I going to get new listeners to the podcast? Right. Where else could they be? What do they want? What do they want to hear me say? And then maybe you just think about content, content, content. Yep. And then that's when it becomes really fun when you can do that. But I guess the reason I'm asking these questions too is so that as a new podcaster, as somebody who's starting to do all this stuff, it takes a long time to, it takes a long time. You know, I mean, these are one year um, sort of like recaps or one year look backs at what is possible with podcasting. And, you know, both uh, 
biz and chicks. Still, and, yeah, they're and, just figuring it out. Yeah, and biz women rock and biz chicks. Yeah, exactly. We're just figuring it out. And also you start to see, you also have to look, which is why I really liked um, Anna's uh, post, because she really took a chance, uh, t- took a look back to see what it really takes to do these things. And even with from Anna's perspective, you know, she invested it. Look, well, I assume that if you're in the podcasters paradise Facebook group or the paradisers, as she said, that she invested in that, in that. So already she's put money into getting as much positive um, support and information about how to do this thing, right? So when do you start to really kind of take all of the learning out of the equation and, and when you start to see a profit? Right. And then if you're not paying for courses, you'll be paying in time <laughs> because yeah, you're going to be, you're going to be sitting down trying to figure the stuff out. Either, um, way. either way, you're going to still be paying. And then is it really worth it? That's when you start to figure that's, I think that's the biggest question for me to, to, to get to podcasters is that, is it really worth it for you for what you want? Because I would get behind the mic no matter what simply because this is a platform that I want to do. So I, I will, I'm constantly coming up with other things that I can do behind the mic. I'm not necessarily thinking about how to make money from it because I do feel that the business will come. I feel that the money will come with other skill sets that I might have or other things that I can do. Mm-hmm. But I always want to get behind the mic because I love it. But if you're a business that is looking for a specific end game or has a specific goal, mm-hmm. you have to really start to see whether or not having a podcast is going to pay off because again, it doesn't happen right away. It's like a year when you can start to make a decision whether or not this is working or not. Yeah. That's when you look back and see it. Go ahead. I don't agree with that. I mean, I, I mean, but I also had somewhat, I, I didn't start from scratch, but I knew right away it was working. Right you. away. Uh-huh. Episode one, I knew I had hit something because of the feedback that I got from people that, and the, it was feedback like, why did you wait so long to do this? Right. You're naturally good at this. You should have been doing this all along. And I'm not saying like, if you're not hearing that, you should stop. I'm just saying for me, I, I felt like, you know, there was a piece of, you know, like Elsie, I did theater and comedy and all kinds of stuff. There was something miss That piece was missing for me in my business anyway. So would I be podcasting anyway? I mean, at this point, I would say yes, but that's not, I mean, I came upon it because I was trying to show my personality other ways in my business and it wasn't working. And I felt like this would be the best way to do it. It was business related, but at the same time, it was personality related. So I probably would be doing it anyway. That doesn't mean that I started out hoping to have a job in broadcasting. I do now, but that's just because I feel like now that I've done it for a couple years, it might be the best thing I know how to do. It might be the thing that I'm naturally good at, that I just didn't ha- have the key to before, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And see, but see, you're measuring success. So you're measuring that it's been worth it to you in a variety of different ways that have nothing to do with numbers that have nothing to do with. Yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. It's like, sometimes we start to measure the success of podcasting based upon download numbers and stats and new and noteworthy and, and all that stuff. And, 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 
all it, it that doesn't really matter. It matters at certain points. It's kind it of like matter. mile it's it's certain milestones like when you learn how to walk. Yeah, walking totally matters and it's amazing, but it really only matters when you're one. <laughs> I mean, it does, <laughs> you know? it does yeah, I mean, I it's true that I am measuring in that way. However, I have also hustled my balls off to have my show be listened to and heard. Yeah, I, and- I didn't I mean, whereas with she podcast, we were just like, gee, hope somebody listens. <laughs> I, I didn't do that lady business radio. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I hustled my flipping ass off right. to make sure that everyone knew about it. I put it everywhere so people would listen to it. I've been networking. I've been reaching out to other pot. You know what I mean? Like I've been doing it a long time. I did not just like pray that someone listened because I was focusing on that, not this show when we started this show. Now this show, um, you know, now that I want to focus more on this show, um, I'm, I want to start doing the same thing. But we haven't even – this. Whatever success we've um, achieved with She Podcast has been solely based on putting out content, hoping someone listens. Yeah. That is it. And it has not gotten nowhere. Right now, it has surpassed my other show and my hustle effort. (laughs) And that would be because I had a hiatus. Right. And and Elsie didn't. But, you know, it could also just be because... You know, it's con- we've been doing consistent, you know, stuff, and like maybe it's just where my interests lie more, just whatever. And but- you never know. But you're right, Jess, because we did start. We didn't have like a, we didn't have a plan. We didn't really no plan. No plan. We just go like we we just need to do this because we kept talking about it. Fun. Let's yeah. try. Okay, here we go. I know. <laughs> That's it. And you're right. And it's so funny because we've been seeing it like we just have to get the show out because that's how I see it. We just have to get the show done. Like not the show promoted, not the show seen by, not pitching the show to people, not, it's just like, we just have to record this week. I what do you want to talk about? You know, we really need to talk about this article because it really burned my boobs off. Okay. Let's talk about it. Totally. That's it. And that's, I mean, now. It's a little different because now that we have, and once you have a listenership, I hopefully you guys have noticed that you feel some obligation to keep giving them content <laughs> because then they get mad when you don't. Right. Or and and then we do. And, you know, we totally. Yeah, absolutely. And we've had a couple of emails where like, well, we want you to keep going. It's like, okay, yeah. right. So we get it. We get it. But at the same time, we really did not come into this having a plan of, of doing it. And cause we had other things going on at the same time and it does, it, it built its own momentum. It became its own kind of entity. And therefore we thought like we need to harness this and do something about it. Right. Yeah, and so, it doesn't mean that's the best way to launch. Right. I'm just illustrating that, you know, you can have success both ways, If but, but the key is to just like, just to try it and see. Yes, absolutely. Try you it and see. You never know if you don't try it and see. And that's all Katie's doing with her income stuff. I wonder if I could make money consulting. I wonder if somebody would buy something as an affiliate. I wonder if I could get a sponsor. That's it. Yes. Not a major plan. I mean, and, and all Elsie and I can say is that, you know, she and I have some experience in this area and that we could probably help you if you already have a plan or even help you make a plan. Right. Because I have made plans before. And I mean, like, you know, and, and, and it does help to have a sort of plan so that, like Elsie said, you know which direction you want to go in for. Okay, yeah, I do want to go in this direction first because I have zero listeners. <laughs> I started out with 200 listeners a week right. because I already had an email list and people who liked me enough to be interested in what I had to say. Not everyone has that. Yeah. And that's another so, thing that yeah. you have to really think about too. It's like, and also with this show, I also had, I never, I didn't really necessarily have a list. Like, 
No, but you have, you're well known on the internet. Right. And then I think that that, that also counts, you know, because, and it's interesting to me sometimes when I have people reach out to me as an expert, if you will, to be part of other, um, other things online. And then they require my email list to get, uh, you know, for me to promote whatever the thing it is. And I always feel like really bad because my influence isn't in the email list. I don't have like an email list for Elsie because I, you know, I mean, I have Elsie yoga class email list out there, but that's my yoga stuff. I'm not going to be emailing those people. Nobody, nobody is exactly. And so it's like, I'm not going to be doing that. So my influence is online. Like, how do you measure that? Like how many, you know, a tweet or an Instagram post or like a Facebook thing, or I highlight you on something. And usually it all comes from what I say. It's, it's, it's me. I'm the influence. I'm my email list at this moment. Not to say that that's also, again, I don't want that to be like a practice because I didn't really make this a practice. It's just that for me at this moment, having an email list, I would love to start to gather emails, but well, we have. Well, yeah, no, we, we have, have no but what I'm saying, right, <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but what I'm saying no, is like for me, just for me, like I, like I don't have the time, like I would gather the, the emails, but I feel weird because it's like, I'm, I don't have the time to be doing an email. I really don't. And I, I don't mean, like it. We do have email. You do have emails. You just, I, I mean, and I'm happy to tell you how many, I mean, we just, because it's new, like we haven't you know, you have access to those people if you want to email them and like, you know, <laughs> you're just not act. I, what she's saying is she's not actively growing an Elsie list. Yes. That's and what that's I'm saying. Fi- and, and at the moment, you know, Elsie, maybe you don't need to cause you're, you have worked for Libsyn for a while and we're doing this show and, and what would just Elsie be sharing with them or giving them that we're not sharing elsewhere. And if you think of something, of course, I'll do it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Then you do make a list. But anyway, but, but that's, but I feel that all in all this kind of work, uh, especially with them going back again, just knowing whether or not it's worth it is something that you continually need to talk about. You know, maybe you really love the industry like I do as well. And I love to research it. I love to help people with ideas. I love, that's like what I, that's my industry. I really love this audio digital media. That's what I want to be hired to do, to help you do that, to develop that voice, to develop that digital media voice. That's what I really love to do. And the way to get myself out there is by talking about it because the way you feel it is because I get so darn passionate about these things. People get so excited and then they go do what I say. Right? Yeah. And it's contagious too, because I find myself now being Elsie with, you know, like I find an article and she's like the first person I send it to, or I find a new show or someone's talking about a show and she's the first person like, do you know this show? What do you think about this show? Do you know the person who does this show? Tell me everything about this show. Like all of it, it's very contagious listening to her. And so, and but that's what I'm saying. It's like, but that's what I love to do. And so if like getting behind the mic and talking about these things, remember that AD, that lady with the ADD that, that she's trying, wanting that yes. ADD show that she went uh, like for uh, Favreau. Yeah. So it's like, Chris. hi, Chris. So she would like to have, you know, she hasn't launched this, but she thought like, it's a really good idea. She really wanted to have this idea to interview entrepreneurs that have been diagnosed with ADD and the conversation that's going on on that list. I just thought on that list, on that thread in the Facebook yeah, group, yeah. I thought was really great because I can sense like at first it was so many like very 
passionate about ADHD. Yeah, but well, but this is what the interesting part was. Like her post was like, I kind of want to do this with this is, do you guys think it's okay? And then as the conversation went through, all of a sudden it's like, oh my God, I totally love this. This is why I started. This is why I want to talk about this because of blah, and you could hear by inner her words, how fired up she was. And that's what, that's how passionate you have to be about your podcast. Because if you are not like that, dude, it's like hard. You're not like that. that. Do us all a favor and wait till you are and then do a show. Because it's going to suck. Because at first, I'm telling you, you're going to get like the air popped out of you. There's going to be times when you're just like, holy hell, I have to get this together again. Because it's never ending. And even if you batch produce, like I just saw Anne Samoylov, you know, another one of our friends like online on, on Instagram. And she had like, you know, she had been batch interviewing people for a day. And, and it's like funny because the last comment she made on that was like, uh, exhausted. And I could yeah. tell it's totally exhausting. Yeah. It's it is. just, even if you batch it, it's like, geez. You know, the key to that is to stop interviewing people just cause you, you know, I, I need to stop interviewing people just cause I think it might make a good show and only interview people. I'm extremely excited to talk to. Yeah. Because every time I concede to an interview, I'm sorry that I've done it. You know what I mean? You yep. know what I mean. No, I, I completely, to I, I totally, and and that also has happened to me too from the other side, where whenever I have said yes to being interviewed, which I again, like we have talked about this with the Natalie show, where I say yes to almost everything that comes my way, mm-hmm. and I very rarely have like a resistance to it. But there have been a couple of times where I'm like, um, I don't know about this, and I just need to follow my gut and just say no, because usually I'm just so open to it. And like now I've had to set uh, paradigms because we're going to new media expo and I yeah. have so much to do. It's insane to get, and by the way, just so you know, her paradigm is no <laughs> until May. No, until May. Yeah. That's it. I'm like, no more, paradigm. no more podcast interviews until yeah, basically May. Yeah. Uh, because so I can't, ask. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah. So don't ask until May. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. I'll be back out of my cave. But literally I just, I had to do that because if I didn't do that, I, and not to, and, and again, I'm not complaining. I love to do this, but I found myself that I was looking and I had like two, like an average of like two podcast interviews a week almost. Yeah, and that's yeah. not you. I mean, that's like other people. And by the way, yeah, that's not my paradigm. So I'm free. <laughs> I'll pick up what she's putting down, guys. I know, right? Yeah, I'll be like, go talk to Jess. Go talk to Jess. Such a hog. I'm sorry. I had to just, I had to say that. Yeah, it's just, it's, but it is super, super fun for me. It's just that, again, I had to to do that. So anyway, I don't know. Plus, Elsie, and I mean, this is, you know, that's time. It's free. They're not paying you to interview you. And if you're doing two or three a week, how much money are you putting on the table? Right. Three hours that you could be making money doing something else. Right. I know. And that's when I started. And not, and again, I love to be interviewed, but I'm just saying that you're right. There were other things and other things that were falling by the wayside, my actual work that needed to be done because I was doing these other things. And I could justify, and that's another thing. I can justify going on other podcasts as my work for Libsyn because that's what I am. I'm part of the podcaster relations team. I'm part of the social media community manager. I am the social media community manager. So I manage the community there. I, I, I do a lot of outreach for the community. And that's how come we have grown so much. It's because Rob and I are out advocates. Rob and I are out there. Rob and I are constantly 
in the space. Mm -hmm. That's kind of what we do and we do it well, which is why our podcast for the feed has grown so much. I'm super proud of that as well. But that is, again, we are paying for it in that way. We're paying for it because we do a ton of just, we are present constantly Mm -hmm. and there. Mm -hmm. And that takes a lot of time. So, um, and that's what it takes. I mean, it's taken, and all I can say is that growing that show is perhaps what I'm the most proud of because like with sheep, not again, we talked about this. She podcast was not sort of like, we just started it and we, and it kind of did its own thing. Like it just started to grow and we're passionate and all these things. And yes, we did have other, you know, knowledge that, so we set everything in place, but with the feed, I really worked on it. I mean, there is a system to me doing that show. And it's now that I'm seeing the benefits of it. And again, I go back, it's been about a year or so where, you know, we launched almost two years ago now. And the results that we've gotten from that show have been really great for yeah. the company. Not necessarily, again, I'm not talking download numbers. Yes, our numbers are actually very, we're almost getting, we're almost getting a thousand uh, downloads a month. A week. For, uh, I'm sorry, a, a month for per episode. So we're almost getting a thousand downloads per episode a month. A week, yeah. Um, yeah, no, not a week. I'm saying a month. A thousand, like in meaning for like episode, which is what we really want to know. You're saying a week. Every time I say a month, you're like a week. No, a month. (laughs) But because it's not an episode, that's why. Because it's, uh, when I look at the stats, what I see is like, I look at um, in March, how many downloads? Because you have to realize that like some of those that are up to eight, nine hundred are from January. Like this, right. like this, so far this month, like a January episode has gotten 45 downloads. Right. But do you know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm saying we're getting, we're getting, it's not per episode though. Well, cause I, I make, does that make I sense? Do, yes, it does make sense. But what Am I'm I saying wrong? is like, I'm doing the math, which is, I do look at the, I do, give me one second. Hold on. We're going to turn this music down. Like some of our episodes have 2000 downloads already, but those are, those are one of some of the first ones. Yeah. But what I'm saying is though, like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about every time we release an episode within two days, we have about 800 downloads. Correct. But they're not all that episode. Yes, they are that episode. What? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to get you. Yes. uh, That's what I'm saying. Uh, Okay. Oh my gosh. Give me one second. Pause. Okay. I understand now. Okay. Okay. So when I'm, when I'm talking about one, like the per number episode that- episode per month. Per episode per month. Yeah. So this yeah. is what you guys need so to four look episodes at. episodes a month. Right. Absolutely. So for the feed, what I'm talking about here is that that episode, you know, that um, show, the stats that I look at are not the monthly stats. So yes, we have gotten a certain amount of an X amount of numbers. Like you can see that if you have Libsyn, you can go into your general stats. You can look at total downloads and you can see like, you know, how many total downloads downloads you have had for March, how many total downloads you have had for February, blah, 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 like that, right? But the number that you really need to look at is, let's say you released an episode at the beginning, like the first week of February, let's say February 6th, because that's my birthday. Let's say that's the day that you released that episode. On March 6th, go back to that episode that you released on February 6th and look Underneath, like first, when you're looking in the stats, it says general stats, it says total downloads. If you scroll a little bit lower, this is all in Lipson, by the way, it says downloads per episode. Then you look at the at that episode that you released on that February 6th date 
and you look at it on on March 6th, and then you scroll and where it says total downloads for that episode, that's your total downloads per month. That's what you can tell people that you're getting monthly per episode, not per, um, what do you call it? Not per show, not like the total thing. That's, you know, now going back into like the Twitter bombers that are out there, what they're doing is that they are forcing downloads of the back catalog, which means that their back catalog has more downloads than their current episodes. Right. Does that make sense? And so that means that their core audience isn't there. They don't have an audience. So, which is like lame because if you see the downloads that they're getting from, from iTunes, it's like 250, 150 downloads. And then they have 10,000 downloads coming from Chrome, Mm -hmm. which is that's not your listener base. And that's coming from their back catalog. Their new episodes are not growing. So that's how we do it. What I'm saying right now is that for the feed, let's say right now um, for a month, let's say a month from, from today, uh, I, that the episode that I released a month ago today has now gotten 1,424 downloads. So that to me is great growth. Right, because mm-hmm. now we're over a thousand downloads for that show, and the feed is a very niche episode. It's basically a podcast about podcasting for Libsyn, <laughs> right? But even though we do have, you know, eighteen thousand, um, uh, what do you call it? We host eighteen thousand podcasts in our in Libsyn, but at the same time, not everybody again is listening to podcasts. Not everybody's subscribed to our, subscribed to our newsletter. Not everybody follows us on social media. You know, and that's what I that's my job. That's what I try. I try everybody to to get to listen. So I find that it's been an incredible success uh, for that specific show. Boom. Boom. <laughs> So bottom line is you have to work your butt off. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So, okay. I think uh, we have beat this one to, to death. And my daughter <laughs> is like going to, she's like, I'm going to have to like. I've, she's going to implode people. She's going to implode. You should have heard y'all, the people that like she was about to implode here. I had to get her away by t- telling her she was going to get chocolate, which is not usually what I try, but I had to finish recording. <laughs> Yeah. Chocolate. Yeah. She's like, what? Okay, mom. Bye. Bye. I know she left so fast. I could tell she's giving Elsie a hard time. And finally, Elsie was like, I'll give you chocolate. Peace out. I know. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> it was like, was really oh my funny. God. And then you hear a thump, 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 thump down the steps. I know. And then she tells her sister, I'm getting chocolate. So of course I'm going to have to give. You should her. add that in the beginning. It was really funny. I'll, I'm ha- I'll give you chocolate. Okay. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm going to see if I can take that. I'm going to take that away and see. Because she was very, she was like, you can't hear her, but she was going. Yeah. Like yeah, growling. Tell, and I'm like, what? her she- eyebrows <laughs> furrowing through the phone. <laughs> so anyway, if you ladies have any feedback for us, please email feedback at shepodcast.com and, or you can speakpipe.com slash uh, she podcast and um, or download the speak pipe uh, uh, what do you call it app and you can just do it from there it's super super easy click the link that we have in the show notes we would love to hear from you yes anything else Jess um that's it 
Podcasting School for Women is coming up. Podcasting School for Women, and we will be, this show is going live on April 6th, so basically a month. So you have a month to prepare uh, for Podcasting School for Women. And get on the list or download our freebie and get ready. Yeah, baby, baby. All right. Um, Well, uh, I'll talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. Love you. Mean it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Holy cow. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye.